see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. And welcome to what we hope is another fantastic episode of In the Stacks with Barry, Latoya, and T'Challa. <laughs> T'Challa always sounds so excited. Yeah, you you sound a little uh, little mellow today as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, as I was telling you, um, sometimes I get into these. I don't know if you would call it manic, but. Um, whenever it takes me as far as like I'm in the zone and I'm working um I just write it out so today I guess yesterday whatever I was in the office um let's see around I usually get in the office around 11 or, or a little bit before um and then this time I didn't leave the office until about 5 30 a.m. and then went to sleep at 6 a.m. because I had to I watched like two episodes of Golden Girls before I went to sleep. Yeah that's not healthy to stay up then. Like, I mean it doesn't happen all the time and I was using it as an opportunity to kind of just work through a backlog of of stuff I had. Um, you know <sighs> Kay was here for like three weeks and so there were things that I fell behind on with work um or you know or just put off and so I was like I need to clear my block my backlog so that I don't I I'm not in a continuous state of being behind so um I completed my checklist of items with the exception of two things but the two things I have left um shouldn't take me more than maybe an hour total so so, yeah, I mean, I was I was trying to get all of it done, but I reached a point where because uh, Kay and I were on the phone, like holding the space for each other for like five hours um, last night. And he had, <laughs> there was a point where he said that he was telling me stuff repeatedly, like the same thing, like I'd asked the same question or something. Right. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm I'm at the point where I need to stop working. <laughs> so. So yeah, so um, I am only barely awake right now. So, okay. yeah, <laughs> so what's uh, going on with you guys? Well, um, my mom uh, is back in the hospital. You know, so she's been there since Thursday, and um, uh, now the you know it's it's related to of course her kidney issues again, but uh, she's developed pneumonia. Um, which uh, apparently is proving kind of resistant to what they're trying to do. And uh, she's bleeding a lot from her nose. That's uh, so strange. And uh, so they can't get that to stop. So they've actually had to have given her blood twice, but um, they're doing more dialysis today and all this kind of stuff. So hopefully, you know, it'll improve. And she'll be so is the nosebleed stuff, is it somehow related to her condition? Or, I mean, it just seems a bit 
odd. I'm not sure. You know, um, it started when she went in a few weeks ago to have a port installed. Mm-hmm. And they had told her to stop taking her blood thinners for a few days before that. And so um, she did the surgery. And when she came home, she started having like nosebleeds where it was like, it was like blood clots in her nose. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they told her she could, when she could go, go ahead and start back on her blood thinners, that they would clear up. And um, so she's been back on them for over a week and something, but her nose is still bleeding. And um, so I don't know. They, they haven't been able to get it to stop. So I don't, I don't know how it's connected. Yeah, that's just strange. Your kidneys are connected to all kinds of things. So right. uh, working, so the potassium is building up, which causes fluid in her lungs, uh, causes fluid to build up around her heart. So they were worried about a cardiac arrest, um, this kind of stuff. And speaking of you, you know, being kind of loopy last night, you know, <laughs> was up there um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And at one point um, they had given her, um, so what was the, the A word? You said Ativan. Yeah, they had given her one hit of Ativan mm-hmm. and hits of morphine. <laughs> and when all that kicked in at the same time, um, it was hilarious. Um, at, at one point, you know, a doctor came in to ask her about her medical history. And I told him she's just had Ativan and morphine. Mm-hmm. He continued to ask her these questions. And, um, and I was sitting there just, I was glad I had a mask on. <laughs> it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I know I probably shouldn't have been laughing. She's in the ICU. <laughs> Dangerous situation. Right. But I mean, there's just stuff she was saying, how she was acting was just absolutely hilarious. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully you'll be as entertaining today. I, I, I can't make any promises. <laughs> yeah. So what is going on with T'Challa? Um, not much. My knees is what? I didn't hear the last part of what he is doing better. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, he has to... What'd you say? Nothing really eventful has happened lately. I got my my, uh, shot yesterday. Cool. So you got the uh, Johnson & Johnson, the one shot? Yes. Yeah, that's what I... I mean, you know, I, I... I'm still kind of on the fence, but if I do go and get mine um, anytime soon, I'm hoping, oh, sorry, I can't get past the awning. I'm hoping that it's that one. Um, not so much because of, I mean, certainly not because of the efficacy rate, but just because of the convenience. Yeah. And I, in my mind, I figure that a shot of some sort is, is probably better than nothing at all. Um, you know, so I can be a part of that, you know, herd um, immunity <laughs> coming yeah. up. So, um, so yeah, cause I'm certainly not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that. I, you know, I'm, I've for years gotten my flu shot every year, that kind of thing. Um, I do understand the importance of, of vaccinations. Um, I'm still a bit reticent because of the, how quickly this one was, you know, that it was put out. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I thought about that, but you know what? I'm almost 50. You know, I mean, it's not like I'm I'm 18 and, you know, got a whole life ahead of me. <laughs> I'm almost 50. It's like, all right, yeah, let's roll the dice. Let's, oh, let's... my gosh. Okay, well. That's just yeah. like, you know, I, I always tell this story when I first moved uh, into my house that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. It occurred to me that first night, this was really the first time I had been alone 
in my entire life. Because I went from living with my parents to living with my wife. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like 46 years old. I'd never really slept by myself. Wow. And uh, <laughs> so that first night, you know, I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to have any trouble sleeping, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, that first night I was here, at one point I heard like a weird noise, you know, like maybe somebody was coming in the, the front door or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, should I get up to check on it? And I was laying there and I was thinking, you know, what the hell's the worst is going to happen? They go kill me. <laughs> Hold up, I went back to sleep. You know? Of course. And, mm-hmm. and after that, I've been sleeping great in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Once I just made that decision, you know what? Fuck it. You know? Um, so if they go and kill me, at least I'm going to be enjoying a nice restful sleep when it happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. So same thing with the thing in my arm. Um, but yeah, my, uh, my co-workers who got the Johnson & Johnson, um, several of them are having fevers and upset tummies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But really, I've been fine. Uh, I will say that, like, my arm aches. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. It's like an ache in the, it feels like it's in the bone. It goes all the way down into my fingertips. Hmm, that is weird. But it's not, it's not like, terrible i mean i'd say it's like a two or three on that little scale of you know okay faces Uh, well i mean and i've certainly heard in in all cases really when it comes to getting the shots whether it's the one or the two like in the cases of the people who are getting the two shots at some point they're going to feel some sort of effect whether it's on after the first or the second they'll feel like they you know they have a fever that kind of stuff and i'm like you know (laughs) again it's I'm not surprised by it because I mean to be honest that even happens similarly when you get a flu shot sometimes like a day after a day or two after you feel like you're possibly coming down with a flu and it usually lasts a day and then you're fine um but I'm I'm I don't know I'm a little nervous about being one of those that would kind of get the more serious side effects like where basically if you know it does turn into a flu and I'm down for a while that kind of thing so maybe it's a good thing I'm getting all caught up with work so that when I go get the shot if it takes me out for a little bit I, I've built in enough of a buffer to be okay with that but but yeah so well I mean that's cool I'm glad you got yours finally and you know I guess you'll let me know if there's any ultimately any side effects that you uh well, no, you probably won't because it's just like with your tooth and stuff. You'll just be like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I, I can deal with it. And <laughs> just push past the pain. So I don't know. I don't know. So what's yeah. going on with school? What exciting stuff is going on with your students? It's always fun to hear about that. Um, so our um, boys basketball team completed an undefeated season. That's pretty awesome. Won the state championship the other night. Um. So that was pretty cool. Um, they pushed our midterms all the way to uh, next week um, for a variety of reasons. But it kind of blew up my lesson plans for last week because they didn't tell us they were going to do this until like, you know, like 930 on a Monday. Oh, geez. Okay. Like, okay. All right. Um, so I had to like, you know, scramble for what I was going to do the rest of the week. But um, it's fine. It's fine. Um. But yeah, interesting things. And of course, um, I mentioned it to you, but T'Challa doesn't know. But um, my student who did the excellent work on the Romeo and Juliet paper 
uh, from last week uh, was back again. <laughs> um, so it was a warm up. It was supposed to only take them a few minutes. I always have these things so when they come in the room, they can look on the board. They have something to immediately work on while I'm like taking roll and this kind of stuff. And then we discuss it, you know. So in this particular case, um, the topic was you travel through time from 2012 into 2021. You're only in 2021 for 30 minutes. And I said, uh, so, you know, just write down all the things you think you would notice right away as being different. So, of course, most people talked about the masks, right? Why are people wearing masks? Um, why is Barack Obama's vice president president, right? Um, all this different kinds of stuff, right? Somebody said, you know, who, is, who or what is a Cardi B, right? So uh, this particular student wrote uh, one. <laughs> I'll share parts of this with you. Sure, one. It feels like it's it was it was so many. It just ugh, anyway. Yeah, be prepared, T'Challa. <laughs> yeah, this one. I think this one's better than the last one. Still, who is all the rapper? And how long was Barack Obama became president? And why are they wearing masks? Because it keeps them safe, and so they will not caught the virus. And we have a president that controls the government, and we have someone to tell us what to do and how they do the economy, and what they do to the economy. And because they look and see how they do, you know, and rapper, how would you get to talk to people? You would have to seed and not to mask for safety. And for you health and wearing a mask to protect against coronavirus has become part of daily life for Marylanders. Though wearing a mask is one of the most important things you could do to prevent coronavirus infection, there are still many misunderstandings about how keep safe and effective masks are to use properly when and where masks are needed. A presidential candidate must be a natural born citizen, US citizen from birth, at least 35 years old, and a US resident permanently lives in the US for at least 14 years. And in 2012, what do you know about? Because you can know little bit. And Anish Kapoor pays tribute to Al Wee Wee's parody of Gangnam Style. Black Mass is played at the Olympics. Meatloaf sings in support of Mitt Romney, terribly. Justin Bieber vomits on stage. Snoop Dogg becomes Snoop Lion. And the last thing is people are surprised that MIA, a mask is an object normally worn on the face, typically for protection, disguise, performance, or entertainment. That's the first half of the paper. Uh, it continues on in a similar fashion the rest of the way. Well, I will say that it could be the sleep deprivation but up until the point where you talked about you know like the age you have to be to be president that kind of stuff <laughs> listening yeah. to it a second time i was like wow oh that makes sense I will um, you know, minus the grammatical stuff but the more but yeah, i read her stuff and the, and the romeo and juliet too the more you read her stuff <laughs> you're kind of kind of dragged in yes this like bizarre stream of consciousness it's almost like weird poetry mm -hmm. it is you know but some of it just stands out to me like when she talks about become part of daily life for marylanders that's so yeah. specific why just people in maryland <laughs> <laughs> or the stuff about you know uh meatloaf singing in support of mitt romley right <laughs> 
It's, and then Justin Bieber throwing up and yeah, Snoop Dogg becomes Snoop Lion. Well, it's clear that she really, or whoever it is, really likes entertainment stuff. You know, when it comes to to um, yeah, that article she does talk about a, quite a bit in terms of uh, musical people or whatever. Anyway, so what did you think, T'Challa? I can't even comprehend. <laughs> I have no earthly idea. So yeah, let it just wash over you today and revisit it again tomorrow or something. Yeah. It'll start to make some sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I almost think that, you know, maybe I should have like future classes. I will like assign them these things. I think it would be cool. <laughs> like I really, when you said you gave them as a, that as a topic, I thought that, that was pretty awesome. Oh, well, thank you. My topics are cool. Mm -hmm. uh, what she did with it, interesting. Yes. You know, but, and sometimes, you know, we'll do different things, you know, sometimes I'll have like a quote and I'll ask them, you know, what does this mean to you? And, you know, what do you think it, you know, what, do, what does it mean? You know? So um, do you come up with those on your own or do you get some from like other teachers or other sources? No, or? I just come up with them on my own. Huh. And um, sometimes it'll be like, you know, um, when we were doing Romeo and Juliet, one of their bell ringers was, you know, do you believe in love at first sight? Why or why not? Mm -hmm. And some of that was interesting, the responses, you know, um, and it really comes down to what do you really, what do you think love is? Exactly. Yeah. Um, because some people are like, no, you can't love somebody unless you know them. And then other people are like, oh yeah, you know, you can know right away. That's somebody I want to be with. And, and it's like, you know, for me personally, I'm like, well, I believe in intense physical infatuation at first sight. But love is something different. No, no. I think in love is Exactly. I can't, I can't really hear T'Challa. He's talking so low. Can you speak up, T'Challa? Personally, I believe love is formed through a bond, not, not all that stuff. Not yeah. all that chemical stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can look at somebody and be yeah. in love with them. Sure. I think you can look at them and say, I want to. I want to be with that mm -hmm. and maybe get to know them. <laughs> but I think the love comes later. Now, right now, now Latoya, this is your chance to go against us. I, I don't even have the brain capacity to do that. Um, I don't know if you've ever talked about it, but you strike me as a love at first sight kind of person. Yeah. And I, I, that would all, that's the only explanation I have for why you would let a stranger move into your house, run out for coffee with them. Um, I, I mean, you know, I can be a very intense person. I can go from zero to 120, I guess, in two seconds. Um, and so that is often the case when it comes to individuals I have gotten involved with and or married. Um, I felt like with my first husband, and I mean, you know, again, that when we met, I think I was like 18 or so, um, I felt like it was almost love at first sight. It was very overwhelming and all of the, you know, stuff you see in the movies. Um, the downside to that for people like myself is that we allow ourselves to get so caught up in the emotion of it that despite there being any warning signs or red flags, you don't see it. Um, or at least you dismiss it. You easily dismiss it because you just allow yourself to be in the cocoon of how you feel and 
believing that that's going to, you know, be able to get you through everything. Um, but I mean, I, I still am a romantic in some ways, but with age, I've certainly had to become more of a realist. So um, I did believe in love at first sight. Uh, I still like the idea of it, but, you know, having lived life now, just <laughs> now that I'm 40, I'm like, yeah, that, that is definitely infatuation um, mm. at first sight. And, you know, I mean, I do think that that infatuation can help to spark something, obviously. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that would... there is, you know, we, we're attracted to people even without, you know, speaking to whatever for, for whatever reason. But um, love at first sight, um, I'm be- beginning to, to side with you on it that it's more of infatuation at first sight. Yeah. And I, I definitely think you could go from that infatuation to actual love. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that happens fairly frequently. Actually, Yes, that is what happens frequently, more yeah. frequently than not. Yeah. Because, mm. you know, after I was after I had my my now husband move in and stuff, I mean, shoot, I was ready for him to move out. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I am. Um, it is different when they're living with you. Um, yes it is it is and I mean that really does help you decide you know because it's you know we nowadays aren't very traditional in the sense that you know it's like before it's like you can't live with the person before you get married because that was taboo and I'm like I honestly think that it was better for us um myself and Kay to live together before we got married because I mean at the end of the day when you're just doing the the old school dating and you just kind of see the best of someone all the time you know when you'd meet up to go and have dates or whatever and you're all primped and whatever but seeing them day to day and knowing how you're going to be able to interact with them in your space or you know your joint space yeah I almost think that you need to do something like that uh before you get married um, yeah, I agree. I, I think you need to live together for a little while. Yeah. You, you definitely need to have sex before you get married. Yes. Yeah, I would. I, well, I mean, though, I will say if you are a virgin and you have not had sex, or I guess in both cases, before you get married, that's fine because you won't know any better <laughs> um, in most yeah, cases. But, but sometimes people just have natural you know, inclinations and it's like you need to make sure you're compatible. That's true, because my my husband like me do certain things that I'm like, what the hell is that? But yeah, 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 that is true. (laughs) Well, and and hey, there's things you want to do to him that he's like, no. Yeah, he still refuses to let me shove something up his butt. But, you know, it's always always wanted to peg him. Um, (laughs) You know, even before we had the term for pegging, I think you're like. (laughs) But yeah, now now we know at least to call it pegging. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, you think he'd at least try it. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You'd think he'd let me try it. But no, yeah. he continually like tells me. Apparently do. Huh? Some dudes like it a lot. So, you you know, maybe he'd like well, it. And it's not even, I, I mean, you know, I think I just do it for the shock factor with him. I just think it's hilarious. Um, right. You know, I, I, I agree with him. I feel like that is a exit only kind of situation because, because I have tried it before, you know, like, I, no, it, it was a one and done type of situation where like, I'm not, I'm not doing that mess again. I think it wasn't done properly. Did. 
whatever. I still like afterwards, I just was like, did I really do that? You know, have that done to me? No. But that was really a one-time thing. And I was, I was done. So. Yeah. But I, I mean, you know, whatever your cup of tea is. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you may just not like that, you know, but I would yep. think, I would think if, if your reaction was that negative, it was not done right. I mean, but those types of things not I mean I don't know it's not just about the pleasure at the end of it I mean obviously I didn't really have any but then when you allow yourself to think about that action I'm like no if you think if you really think about sex at all the whole sexual act is icky not not really I mean I don't think so I mean depends on what you're doing there's a lot of fluids going around well it depends on what you're doing (laughs) No matter what you're doing, even if, you know, some guy's just fingering you, that's, you know, you think of it as kind of weird. Kissing yeah. is weird. I'm not saying, hey, I love kissing. I love, I love, I love all kinds of sex. But <laughs> when you stop and you really just think about it, it just seems like, you know, whoever designed us would have designed a much more efficient way. <laughs> much cleaner way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For us to do these things, you know. I guess I don't really think about it much since I don't have to, you know, I don't do it much so it, yeah i don't really think about it i mean well and you know when you watch movies you'll think about a lot of things you know now it's like you know hey you know hey let's have sex all right don't forget to get a towel you know oh well <laughs> you know see they don't, nobody in a movie gets goes against a towel right, right? no because they of course we know they they change their sheets immediately of course exactly. that's how that works yeah. yeah but yeah i mean it's just you know, or otherwise somebody's sleeping in a damp spot, you know. Well, I mean, again, it depends on what kind of sex you're having and what's going on down there. Because, I mean, some people aren't gushing the way you're making it sound like. But, well, you know. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm curious what it is you're trying to, to reference here. But I, I, if you're having intercourse mm-hmm. and he finishes inside of her, there's going to be drippage or whatever, right? Sometimes more or less, depending on various people and their bodies and how it works. Well, I mean, it kind of depends because it could also come down to how long that person stays in after. It may not be quite as messy, you know. Yeah, I guess, I guess. But, you know. There's an art to it. It's an art form, (laughs) I suppose. How did, why, why is it that when I have had like no sleep, we're, we're talking about sex? I don't know. I don't even know how we got onto this. I, I don't know either. T'Challa, are you still paying attention? <laughs> I kind of zoned out so I wouldn't have to sit through that. Cool. All right. That, that's good. Yeah, we we haven't on. scarred him for life with that. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think anything it I'd was, say was, was shocking. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I finished uh, Murder Amongst the Mormons. Okay. And, and how was it? You said it's a three-part series. It is on my list. I enjoy watch. it. I mean, it's, it's weird for a true crime series because really what I enjoyed most, and I would continue to watch a whole series about this, was the inner workings of the Mormon church and how um, bizarrely important it is to them to find old documents to support the church's history. Well, and, and I, I, I can't remember if I, it was you that I mentioned it to. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was while we were on the show that because of their need to, to find information, 
they apparently have a really extensive genealogy collection as you know as far as being able to locate information that you just can't find anywhere else yeah um, i mean i don't know if you you know this but i used to work at a library and um for <laughs> people to the local lds all the time um anytime i was working in special collections i'd be like yeah you might want to go up the road and you know see them right. so yeah but um you knew i worked at a library right I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I sent you a link this week because um, a coworker that we used to work with, yes, fired twice. <laughs> yes, I, I can't even remember. Anyway, I know we let him go once, and then he came back. But um, he's working now for the Baldwin County uh, Board of Education, and so he was like the employee of the month. Yeah, you sent the picture, and I want my first. I I suppressed my first reaction um so yes uh that was that was interesting so i've seen him several times he's been with uh the boe for you know i, I think one yeah, year wow. mm -hmm. um and you know it was pleasant interactions you know but uh never for very long i mean i think the longest time we talked was like five minutes mm -hmm. but um yeah it's very pleasant well conversations with him while we're always kind of awkward anyway so yeah yeah that's yeah it's like I'm thinking about it it's like mm. um besides uh the murder amongst the mormons um i'm continuing to go, to go through um uh, pretty little liars mm -hmm. um i'm up to the fifth season and I, I it's at some point i don't know if i like this or not but they in the fifth season they have really embraced the uh the realization that the show is stupid okay um, yep. Because there's been a lot more comedy, outright comedy this season. Um, you know, like like the, the girls were all trying to hide from A, and so they're sitting in this uh, doctor's office, and they're all like sitting there, like side by side by side, all three people, you know, holding magazines up right in front of their mm -hmm. face, you know, and then they all kind of lower them, so they're all looking over the top at the same time, um, and it's it, it's silly, and, and you know, and of course there's been so many people who are supposed to be A by this point. Mm -hmm. and uh so in this one episode recently uh a was following them and so they attacked a pepper sprayed a in the face yanked a's mask off and it was somebody that nobody knew and then all of these other people dressed as a hopped around there was like a dozen of them mm -hmm. all running around you know and stuff then when the police came they all ran away including the one they had unmasked mm -hmm. and so it's like they're acknowledging now that a you know a is like been 30 different people because um, what the show ran for what seven seasons seven seasons yeah. i have not just the rest of this season together, <laughs> two more seasons of this yep and, these and i are, told you i didn't finish it i think i stopped maybe after season five or so because i i was done well and they are full seasons i mean like the, mm -hmm. the big seasons are 26 episodes yep American seasons, yep. I mean, it's like wow. So that means I've got like another almost seventy episodes. <laughs> um, and you know I have not jumped because like they did a spinoff in the middle of season four, right? And it was painfully obvious there was a spinoff because they like actually introduce all these subplots, and then the next episode, all those people involved with it are gone. It's so you're talking about the Ravenswood spinoff? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
And um, and then we don't see anybody else that they had introduced from that for the rest of the season. <laughs> no mention of it, nothing. Even though they devoted almost two whole episodes to this. So I was like, okay, this must be when the first spinoff was. Um, and yeah, I mean, I didn't even, even while watching it at the time, I wasn't interested enough to watch the spinoff, despite how heavily they promoted it. Yeah, it looked, I mean, it looks like it was much more supernatural. Yeah. Um, but, and I am somewhat curious about it, but that se- that series is not on HBO Max which is where I'm watching Pretty Little Liars. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and I haven't looked interested, I haven't been interested enough to go look for Ravenswood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know when the series is over, if I'll try to do that sequel series or not. Oh, probably, um, Perfectionist or something? Yeah, I think I'll probably just be okay with, with this one. Yeah, I, I think so. If you're still willing to watch more of that stuff after you finish the primary um, series, something's wrong with you <laughs> yeah and um so i'm still watching riverdale as well mm-hmm. and so this season this is the second time already this season they brought in characters from katie keen right uh, which they canceled mm-hmm. and um, my favorite part of uh, katie keen uh, being on riverdale and she hasn't actually it's just been supporting characters is the fact that no one can say her name without saying her full name <laughs> so for instance veronica says to Archie, you know, because they need somebody to help out with this thing. And she goes, you know, I think I know the perfect person. You remember my best friend, Katie King? Friend, da 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 And I'm like, I was sitting there and I was like, that'd be like me saying to you, oh, you remember my friend, you know, Jose Smith? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you know my best friend, I would just say Jose, right? Right, right. I, would, I probably wouldn't even say my best friend. I'd probably say, yeah, Jose has a friend, da-da-da, you know. It's just weird. So they always have to say Katie Keene. Well, I mean, but the, a name like that is one that just kind of runs into each other. It is so, true. It's like Charlie Brown. We knew a yeah. guy named Charlie Brown, and we always called him Charlie Brown. Yep. You know. So, yeah, I understand some names are like that, but. Well, you were saying, too, that, like, you found it interesting that they're, they were using, like, different names for, like, twitter or facebook or whatever yes theories right what was 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 some of those (laughs) yeah cracker jack is jack or crack Mm -hmm. um and so they have a lot of those different things and i I don't understand why really just go and call it cracker jack that it's not like it's a product placement you know so i don't know yeah i haven't been watching quite as much tv as as you have been actually um, I have kind of caught up with a few things here and there. I'm all caught up on like Prodigal Son and um, I do watch some of the one-offs, you know, the things that, anyway, um, the most I've been watching right now has been Golden Girls and I'm in season three of that right now. And I mean, I just, I, I just love the fact that even though it was, you know, it started in what, 1985, a lot of the things that they talk about are still relevant today you know it's like some things just really don't change um and i have appreciated the fact that now that i'm older i understand a lot more of the jokes um so seeing it as an adult does i don't know i mean it's not just the nostalgia but it's it's actually a really good series um so so yeah i mean i'm trying still not to really much watch too much during the week and so um you know, I'm trying to be better about working more 
um, just so that I don't, you know, keep myself in, in a place of always catching up. But um, I, I've been enjoying not being so glued to the TV, uh, so much so that I was thinking the other day, because I was looking at my cable bill, because I don't really pay attention to it. Um, I just, you know, it's like, okay, I know about how much it's going to be every month. Usually it's, you know, sometimes a few cents here and there difference. But when I thought about how many different things I'm paying for in terms of entertainment and the fact that I don't even really use it, use it all that much. So, I mean, you know, I pay for, um, I think I do PBS and I think I probably added BritBox at one point and Acorn TV. And so my mom has been like, she logs in as me on my Amazon account um, to use it. But, you know, we, of course, have Netflix through my brother, Hulu through you. Um, and, of course, I pay for Amazon. And then I, st I also pay for the premium channels because I still have cable. So um, I'm sure that if I really sat down and thought about <laughs> how much money I spend on uh, the entertainment packages that I don't fully use, um, I'd probably be kind of annoyed. But... I think I like the idea of being able to have access to the stuff, even if I don't actually use it. I don't know. It's yeah. one of those things. Because I feel like there's some, like when I'm watching um, stuff on the DVR, there are some things that, you know, I'll see organically that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have seen it if I was watching it on a streaming channel, just in terms of certain commercials. Or um, I was talking to Gwen the other day about, um, we were talking about The Good Doctor because that's one of the shows we like to watch. And so she was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen on the next episode. And I'm like, I, you know, I saw the preview. You know, she doesn't like, she doesn't like trailers. She doesn't want to be told anything beforehand. But I'm like, I think I'd kind of miss that, you know, coming up next kind of thing. I'm used to that. Um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Yeah. I don't usually watch like the preview of the next episode if I'm like binging a series. Oh, well, not if I'm binging, no. Yeah, but I love trailers, you know. Mm -hmm. and, stuff. and a lot yeah, of she doesn't like those. <laughs> if I'm on the fence about watching a movie, I'll always see if they have a, a trailer available and I'll watch it, you know. That makes sense. Um, I still have not. So we didn't get to watch, was it Raya, whatever the, the um, Disney or. Yeah, Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, we were going to watch it last week and didn't get a chance to um and nor have i even watched coming to america we talked about it last saturday because i think that's when we got together for yeah for my grandmother's uh birthday which was actually yesterday but we celebrated early um my brother had said at the time he's like oh yeah raya is beating um coming to america too um as far as viewers and stuff and i'm like well that's usually what happens anyway with family focused movies, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I may in fact, just wait until my hubby gets home again to watch coming to America too. And just basically what do a double header, you know, and, and watch the first and then the second. So, yeah, I rewatched the first one last weekend and I, I love the first one. Um, Cause I didn't remember the nudity. Um, and like in the first five minutes, there's like like four naked women, <laughs> and, you know. And I didn't remember that at all, mm -hmm. um, you know. So I mean, you know, they're you know I enjoyed it, but um, <laughs> kids had been wanting me to show it, you know, in the mornings, and I was like, I don't know, it's rated R, 
And they're like, oh, but there's nothing in it. It's just language. It's like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I needed somebody wandering in, and there I have like three naked women on the screen. Right. Exactly. So, but yeah. Now, Araya is an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. So you should definitely see it. Yeah, still planning to see it. So we probably will end up watching it this coming week. I think yeah. it's the best animation I've ever seen in a Disney movie. That's pretty cool. Um, it is. It's like they took the animation from what was the last? What, what do we compare it to, T'Challa? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> but there was something we compared it to. It was like they took the animation from something and like made it like ten times better. Mm. Oh, Moana! It yeah. reminds us a little of Moana, except it's like ten times better. The animation. Wow. Okay. That they did some. I don't know. There's something going on here. Um, that looks revolutionary um, and everybody I know who's seen it says the same thing is that the animation is incredible hmm. I, I you know I don't know the ins and outs of how they're doing animation so well, I mean there's different I mean obviously different ways of doing it so I'm curious if it's if it's leaning more heavily on the computer graphic side of it versus well, the old school Disney style of you know what individual blew, cells and anyway you know, mm-hmm. what blows me away about it is that the faces because you know usually in animation even like the fancy animation where the people look beautiful mm-hmm. there's only certain parts of the face that move right whereas in real people there's a lot more movement than they can get in animation mm-hmm. that's why you could recognize a real face as opposed to a cgi face you know mm-hmm. and um but in this one there was like a lot more movement in the faces that I have ever seen in animation before. So uh, I'll, I will ask because if you, depending on the answer to this, will also determine if I watch it. It's not like watching Polar Express, is it? Oh God, no. Oh, God. Thank you. Okay, because no. <laughs> just so I'd be like, I'm I'm sorry, I'd have to pass. Yeah, and and I get where why you bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's no comparison between the art styles. Okay. Um, this is more like Moana type art. Mm-hmm. It's just better. <laughs> I, and I, again, I'm not an artist well well enough versed in it to give you better words. Mm-hmm. You know, me, me words are not very good. <laughs> um, but it yeah, is it's right. just better. Yeah. It's just so better. this is a definite shift in the way traditionally we viewed animation. Yes. Okay. In a, in a good way, yeah. <laughs> not the Polar Express way. At first, I was disappointed there wasn't like a, a signature song because I do think sometimes that helps Disney films really catch. It on. does. Yep, they do. And there is a signature song in this. It is not a musical. Nobody sings in it. Um, okay. Very good. Um, you know, there's good musical score. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, at the same time, though, I'm glad that it's not a musical because I think it would it would not have fit with the themes and the it's it's kind of dark at times. But it's really okay. what is it rated? Is it PG thirteen or just PG? Uh, I think it's just PG. It's like oh. I think it's just a standard Disney movie. Oh, okay. But yeah. Well, that's cool. And you know, it's funny again because of the pandemic. I I really have no idea of what movies are coming out or are out or any of that stuff i mean it's so such a blend of how they're releasing them i know that they're i saw i think it was a couple days ago that apparently 
in New York, they're reopening movie theaters, but, you know, only allowing it to, to be at like 25% capacity. And, yeah. you know, our local theater has been open, but again, we haven't even been to it. So I'm wondering now that, you know, people are saying that we're rounding the corner as far as the coronavirus, um, how ultimately what that impact is going to be like. I mean, I know that there's probably at the onset going to be a lot of people who just, you know, will go balls out with being social again, you know. Um, but for some things, I've seen so much of a shift in the way that we've done it. It'd be interesting. It'll be interesting to see ultimately how they marry the two, you know, kind of the pre-COVID with the post-COVID. So. Yeah. Yeah, our local theater has been open for a while, but I haven't mm -hmm. gone. Although I think at this point, there's so few people going, it's probably safe as hell to go. Probably, uh, but I mean, like I said, we don't go to ours because it was dirty to begin with. Uh, you know, they just didn't, no one cared, it seems like, when it came to the upkeep. Yeah. Um, so we, it was just a good reason to stop going, so. Yeah. Um. I know that in a couple of weeks, King Kong versus Godzilla comes out. Not interested, but I know that's your kind of thing. How can you not? All right. Let me establish in case you. <laughs> all right. It's about like a giant gorilla mm -hmm. fighting a giant irradiated lizard. That's definitely a guy movie. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand how, you, how I can say those words and you follow up with, I'm not interested. Yeah, not interested. No. Um, so have you seen the trailer? God, no. Where would I have seen the trailer King anyway? King Kong actually punches Godzilla in the damn face. It is so awesome. Um, they have confirmed that the main Godzilla King Kong fight takes 16 minutes. Oh, wow. That is a long time. Shoot. Yep. And Mechagodzilla has been confirmed. He's in it. Okay. Uh, I think this could be possibly the greatest film ever made. I mean, I guess if they do it right. <laughs> it sounds like hyperbole. I know. <laughs> but I think one day it could be, you know, we could be sitting here talking about Citizen Kane and King Kong versus Godzilla. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think so. Um, I don't think so. I think so. Fine, whatever. Yeah, I mean, is, is from the commercials, it looks like King Kong is beating the hell out of Godzilla. And as I love Kong, but push comes to shove, I'm a Godzilla man. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see how King Kong could possibly beat Godzilla. Godzilla has atomic fire breath that he could shoot at him from like a great distance. He doesn't even have to get front, get close enough to get his claws dirty. Get this. I'm glad you're excited about the movie. <laughs> Who do you think's going to win? Hmm. Probably Godzilla. He should win. Mm -hmm. But from the commercials, it looks like I think Kong is a heavy favorite. Well, yeah, but, you know, sometimes they tease that up in the, in the trailers and stuff. And then, it, you know, yeah, you're only seeing the really great parts of, you know, him in the fight. But it could just be that, you know, ultimately Godzilla just crushes him. So what I expect to happen is they'll have a great big fight. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, they'll both team up to fight Mecha Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. 
But uh, yeah, the director did say there would be an actual winner between Godzilla and King Kong. That it's not going to end like in a draw. Well, I'm sure that when you see it, you will devote some time to talking about it on this show. And I will be as interested then as I am now. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I mean, I did like Pacific Rim. That was sort of like... Yeah, Pacific Rim's awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying, so I liked that, but I've just never really been into King Kong or Godzilla for that matter. I mean, I like the old King Kong ride in, what is it, Universal, but yeah, yeah. I've just it just was not my thing. So a couple of weeks ago, T'Challa, I shared with um, Latoya a, uh, a Kiss song. Right? <laughs> it was my favorite Kiss song of all time. <laughs> you know, it's, um, sure, knows, sure, know, sure knows something. And I sent her the, um, the orchestral version. You know, and um, and she said she really liked it. You know, it, it it didn't sound like she thought Kiss would sound. Mm -hmm. So she really liked it. And um, mm -hmm. I mentioned, oh, and wasn't it cool that you know all the people in the orchestra were wearing Kiss makeup, right? Well, then I discovered she hadn't watched the video. I did watch the video. I just did not notice that. She didn't notice the entire orchestra was wearing kids makeup. But well, it's, it's not like the whole time they were on the orchestra. Granted, I saw the orchestra at a glance, but was not. I was trying to do that and work. You love to send me stuff during the time that I'm working, and I try to be a good friend and watch it. The only time you don't fucking work, you're on like um, uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, Jesus, whatever. Anyway, so then yesterday I decided, well, I would send her another one, right? Since she said she liked that first one. So knowing her, she's a female, right? <laughs> I did not to send her like a heavy, um, you know, rocking song. I decided I would send her a ballad, right? And so I sent her this one ballad. And, um, and I told her, I said, it's like a hair metal ballad, right? About every time I look at you. And her response basically was, well, that was a thing. Right. And uh, and I was like, oh, you didn't like it. And she's like, well, you know, it's just very much of its time. Right. Which is kind of kind of saying, you know, this is shit. Why did you say that it? is not what? No, 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 no. See, you interpreted that incorrectly. I didn't because I didn't dislike it. I just thought at the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was it was kind of a bit nostalgic because it was, again, very much of that period. It's not like I listen to that type of song every day anymore, you know, so I didn't dislike it. But I, I certainly think that I, I didn't give you the rea reaction you wanted. Yeah, but you did. I mean, that happens all the time, though. So yeah. you did like the first one, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I will, I've told you before, if I don't like a song, there was one you sent me and I was listening to it with, and Gwen was there with me and she was like, oh yeah, I really like the song. And I was like, yeah, you know, so I do tell you if I dislike something. Yeah. Um, so uh, Chitala has a confession to make to you. Yes. Uh, he confided in me. Maybe I'm not supposed to bring it up. I don't want to embarrass him on the you know before the huge audience of the show <laughs> you know he confessed to me that because of you he had recently been watching a certain type of video um <laughs> do you want to and it's not bigfoot porn <laughs> um <laughs> you what you've been watching it's not really relevant 
Not really relevant. <laughs> He's been watching gameplay videos. Oh, cool. Okay. Of Animal Crossing. Nice. Oh, that's even better. But now See. tell her what you want to do if you ever play the game. communist government <laughs> yeah. so he says he's figured out a way he said with the game system it's very easy to establish like a communist uh society yeah and, uh, and so he's kind of intrigued by that well i mean the thing about animal, animal crossing which is kind of cool is i mean i haven't i there's only one um gameplay video person that i watch at this point and even that isn't very often but in the past, I watched videos where they would do some extreme stuff to the to um, in the game. You know, they would basically. Um, I know in one case they flooded the whole game and isolated people on their own little, just like they couldn't go anywhere. The the characters and I mean, yeah, there's a lot you can do inside of the game. And um, you know, I'm just now actually getting back into it. This is the first week I've after my three week break, I've been playing so upset because this is the first time I had to take a loss on my turnips. But um, <laughs> it's actually kind of fun. I mean, it's fun. And again, there are times where it's just, you know, it's something to kind of just, it's it's definitely a great tool for escapism um, without it being so overly, well, no, I take that back. It is, I guess, a bit invasive since for a while there, I, it was getting or work was getting in the way of it but um but yeah I think you'd enjoy it it'd be fun for for a bit you know and then yeah. you'd probably move on to something else okay I'm just waiting for I didn't even tell you so last week so you know I have two switches we bought the first one um in July of last year and at the time you couldn't get the they had you know the the uh animal crossing edition of the switch were already sold out like they weren't actively selling it anymore well they ultimately brought them back they re-released them and you got to pay you know regular price for it and so i end up with the second one so i have you know i had two islands two characters so i called nintendo last week because what i wanted to do is to swap which characters were on which one so my my OG, my first character, which I call my OG, um, was on the non-Animal Crossing Switch. And I wanted to move it to the, you know, Animal Crossing Edition Switch. Because it is different visually, the colors and all that stuff, it's different. So um, we were fortunately able to do that. But the representative I was speaking to, and um, who was not from the United States, I hate to say that, but, you know, you know how that is. Yeah, um yeah. Needless to say, my second char character that I created got deleted. Like, so I, all those months that I had spent on that one character, because, you know, I, I put my OG to the side and then started playing on the new one. And I mean, granted, I wasn't as wedded to that one. And, you know, it, to me, it was kind of burdensome to have the two characters to have to play. Uh, in the end, like I said, they, you know, it went away they could not bring it back and so they gave me after speaking to two other people um they gave me a basically an e-store credit so because they were trying to give me they're like oh we can give you another game or whatever and i'm like honestly there's no other nintendo game out there 
or for the switch that I either want or don't already have. So um, I said, I know that the Sims, the next time they do a release of the Sims, they're supposed to be bringing it to the switch. So that is literally the only game I want to get. So the, the uh, person I spoke to last basically just put enough, like put a $59.99 credit on my account. Cause you know, usually when new games get released, that's about how much they cost. And so I was like, you know, yes, I was sad that I lost my character. I mean, if it was my OG, I would have like cussed them out, but um, I'm just happy that now I basically get to get the Sims for free when it comes out. So, oh. so yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, oh, geez. I mean, that's, that, that's the OG of this type of game. Um, as far as like Animal Crossing, that kind of stuff where it's a lifestyle game. I, I just, I mean, I remember back in the nineties and playing the Sims, it was just so cool. <laughs> Did you ever play The Sims? Um, I did not, but um, Carrie did. I mean, mm-hmm. played it. Yeah, too. I like, and I, I was not a huge Sim City person. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more liked playing with the characters and building out the houses rather than doing it as a, like a city level. I'm just, I, I don't know. I like the micro I level. I did used to play Sim City. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it. Um, I like the city building games, but. You know, nowadays, I mean, I just reached a point where I don't really play many computer games. And well, I mean, it's like I said, it's different on the Switch. It It's very nostalgic for me because, of course, it reminds me back, um, reminds me of the old school Nintendo in terms of the simplicity of the buttons, um, relative simplicity, as well as like playing on the Game Boy and stuff. I was, I guess I've always been more of a Nintendo person. I mean, our first game system was an Atari, but um, after that, I just played Nintendo um, my brother, of course, went into Sega, Sega Genesis, all of that stuff, GameCube, whatever. But I mean, I we had the Atari. We never owned a Nintendo. Um, we played it when, like, we'd visit cousins or whatever, because they would be they had Nintendos. And then um, I never bought another system until I think I bought the Wii. I still have the Wii. Um, which I do actually occasionally still play because I like the physicality of it. So, you know, I have like Wii Resort, Wii Sports kind of thing. Um, So like for a while, our family used to play like the golf. It was so much fun. I would be the one that would sit down and play golf. And so they'd always make fun of me and my um, my armchair playing of golf while everyone else is getting up and swinging. And, you know, so, you know, it's all in the wrist. But... um, you know, had the Wii, I've had it for years. And then, you know, I bought, I guess, two Switches or, you know, I now have two Switches. One of them was a gift from my amazing sister and brother. Um, but I don't know. I've, I I like Nintendo. Um, and I think it's a matter of, you know, you find the one or so games that you're addicted to and then you're, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. But I think that if you were to play, honestly, I think if you were to play Animal Crossing, you would like it. I probably would. I just feel like, you know, if I'm on a computer type thing and I, I'm not doing work, I should be writing. I, I mean, I can see that. Yeah, but I for me, because of the, the size of the screen, it feels like it's a different experience. Because I was telling Gwen, I couldn't even remember the last time I played the Switch on the television. Because, you know, it comes, of course, in the crate that has a cradle or a dock that you just throw it on. And, you know, with HDMI cable, it, atta- you know, goes to your TV. But I still... I don't know I feel 
I feel it more when I'm doing it in the traditional way. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, you should you That's should get great. a switch and you should get Animal Crossing. <laughs> I don't know if I told you, you know, but um, yeah, you've watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? I've seen episodes. It's on my list of of series that I actually want to watch from start to finish. So yes, right, well, I've seen episodes Amy, of it. Um, Jake and Amy they have this recurring joke where. Anytime somebody says something, you know, silly, they'll, um, you know, say that's the name of their sex tape. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you just said, you know, yeah, you you enjoy it more when you do it in the traditional way. And so I told T'Challa, I said that was the Latoya Davidson sex tape. (laughs) Cool, cool. (laughs) So what else is going on? Yeah, T'Challa, did you have a topic for us to discuss? Well, I mean, I had another topic. I this morning. No, we didn't. You we... No, we didn't. We did. When? No. We did. He's lying. Oh my gosh. We so your dad and I talked about this week. We're like, you know, the fact that we record on Saturdays is because we know you want to be on the show, but it's like, you know, you're like in the background, like, yeah, whatever, chill, whatever. And and I'm like, I want to go back to recording during the week. I don't want to be like committed to doing something on the weekends. But I mean, do you actually like being on the show? Yes. <laughs> he says yes. I think this is his character. I think his character is that he's, you know, the, you know, kind of, kind of bored teenager. What? Okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I saw. Huh. I think that's his character on the show. Okay, sure. <laughs> I had I saw on I'm waiting for my oh, this thing to load. Um, I was going to bring it up at our, on our last show and then got sidetracked um, because I didn't have it in front of me, obviously. But oh, sorry, that I had found an article, a recent article on um, the most. Hang on the the most hated um rock bands of all time okay because i think years ago or whatever you'd brought up something similar may have may not have even been years ago but i'd heard it on the radio and um looked up the article and thought it was interesting enough to mention on the show i think that you will immediately get the number one band which to me the number one band I actually like, but uh, who do you think are among the list of most hated or worst bands of all time? So Nickelback? That is number one. I never really understood that. Nickelback is not any worse than any other. I I like Nickelback. I mean, I honestly have albums by them. I listen to their music. I don't cringe when I hear them. It's just me, I guess. But I don't have any issue with Nickelback. Yeah, I don't either. I, I like Nickelback. You know, I don't mind saying it. Um, other hated bands? Mm-hmm. Um, let me think for a second. I mean, I can go down the list. It's a list of 21, so you can tell me if you agree or not. I wouldn't kind be surprised of... if Kiss was on there somewhere. Do what? I wouldn't be surprised if Kiss was on there somewhere. Um, I don't scrolling i don't recall them being oh yeah 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 they're number nine yeah okay <laughs> um 
I don't know. Tell me some of the others. So, um, we'll, so of course, we all know Nickelback is number one, followed by Limp Biscuit. Uh, Creed. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, huh? They did seem like douchebags. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't think of Creed. I mean, I like Creed, yeah. <laughs> but it they also fall into that kind of Nickelback. Yeah. You know. What so, about Sugar Ray? Huh? Sugar Ray. Um, I don't. I don't know. Number four is you too. <laughs> um, yeah. I like you two more than I dislike them. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I've only known two of these. Okay. Oh, yeah. Peter Creed? No. Which two? He didn't know Limp Biscuit or Creed. Oh, okay. You're lucky. Okay. <laughs> Number five is Mumford and Sons. I would have pushed them higher on the list. Um, They're one of those I hate so much that I would have even thought of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I don't know why they have this one on there because I don't think of this as a band, but they have number six is Bob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We still hate him. Um, Bob Dylan's a great songwriter. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a terrible singer. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number seven is Fish. Um, you know, I, I don't even know what the fuck Fish sings. I just same know. here. I know of Fish, but have yeah. never heard anything that they've done. They're um, one of those groups I've always heard people make fun of, and I I do not know anything by the them. The only thing I know about them is that people don't like them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, don't know. I am not even curious enough to try and listen to something that they've done. Right. Um, number eight is Radiohead. Look, I, the only Radiohead song I like is the one that all Radiohead fans hate, and that's Creep. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I Same love here. Creep, um, but I know Radiohead and all of their fans hate it. <laughs> um, and I've tried. I actually tried to listen to some of their other music. Mm-hmm. Because I read an article one time that was basically talking about how, you know, everybody who only likes Creep are like, you know, idiots and that, you know, their real music is all the other stuff. And I listened to, I'd say about seven or eight other songs by them. And yeah, I just like Creep. So. Um, I think that that might be the only song I've heard by them. I mean, I'm sure in the 90s, I probably heard something else, but that's all I can remember because, yeah, I do like Creep. Well, that's the um, only one that was on the radio. Oh, okay. Well, is is painful shit. So on this um, list, though, what's cool is that they also, like, so they have the ranking and some of the subsections are, like, LA's worst bands, if they're on that list, Vice's worst musician. So, like, in the case of Radiohead, um, yes, um, they're on that list. Ultimate Guitar's worst bands. Um, I want to hear more of this ranked. list. Huh? I want to hear more of this list. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying there's, so also for Radiohead, it's Ranker's Most Overrated Artist. It's a number 80 for that. Hated Band Index is 66.54. So on number nine, we of course talked about is Kiss. And um, I think they should be further down the list, not this far up on the list. Um, I think, yeah, if this list came out in the 80s, they would be much higher on the list. Um, there are people, you know, the thing with Kiss was you cannot be as popular as they were without then having 
a backlash that's just as big, if not bigger. That's true. I mean, any huge artist, you think about it, for as many people that love them like crazy, there's almost as many that are like, you know, they don't get it. I mean, you know, I sorry for comparing them to like Britney Spears and Taylor Swift, but you know what I mean? Just in terms of there are definite fans who love these people. You know, I love Robbie Williams and Mm -hmm. people around the world who absolutely hate him. Um, And and I, I knew that eventually, you know, probably the haters would outnumber everything else, you know, or at least be more vocal um, because that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I love Robbie, obviously, you know, you introduced me to Robbie Williams and it wasn't like when I heard, I never, I don't recall ever hearing any of his music and saying, what the hell is this? Um, But as I continued to, or as you subjected me more to listening to Robbie Williams, now it's like, you know, yeah, I really, really like him. Um, You know, because you had mentioned that they were going to be doing a movie. So I'm assuming that if that movie does in fact happen, that you and I will go see that movie. Oh, hell Um, yeah. Because that's that's going to be pretty awesome. I mean, I really enjoy it. I, I enjoy his music. I love that he has this kind of just this range of interest in music. So you know, I I'm not as I'm not always as big on his swing stuff because I know he was kind of going yeah. through a phase at a period, and we know it's that genre he likes. But he's always been interesting to me. Like I don't think I've ever heard an album that there wasn't at least one or two songs where I'm like, yeah, this is cool yeah and i mean i i I have most all of his albums i mean after we stopped working together i think i got one more and then i haven't like bought any since so i mean it's not like i buy them anyway so all right so after kiss number 10 is dave matthews band i get that yeah I mean, I actually really like Dave Matthews. Again, it's one of those things where it's you either really like them or you just don't. And I mean, for me, it's it's nostalgic. It reminds me a lot of the 90s and that, you know, rock, that band scene of the 90s, kind of like, you know, them and Nirvana. And, you know, it's, it's just a different feeling back then for me. So I understand why he's on the list. Um, they're like Pearl Jam in that, I can listen to individual songs every now and then. Yeah. But I cannot imagine standing there and listening to them for two or three hours. (laughs) Well, you know, I feel that way about um, Aerosmith. I can't listen to them straight for. Yeah, um, yeah. I I would say I love, I really like Aerosmith, Mm -hmm. but I can't listen to an album by them. Right, right. And it's not just the heaviness because I can listen to heavy music by other people. It doesn't bother me. Um, and this, I've had the same feeling about the Rolling Stones always. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he, Dave Matthews is also on LA's, LA Weekly's worst bands. He's number one on that list. Um, so not, at number 11, I know you'll agree with this one. I don't, but um, it's Coldplay. Uh, I, don't, I don't hate Coldplay. Ah. See, I didn't think you were really that much into Coldplay. You know, again, I don't have any Coldplay albums. but I just have songs. Yeah, like Clocks is one of the best songs ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Viva La Vida, great Mm -hmm. song. Um, The only only song by them that I ever got really tired of and I made fun of was Yellow. I was about, that's what I was going (laughs) to say. And that was the way he said it, Yellow. Mm -hmm. That that was an annoying song. (laughs) 
But yeah, I have no issue with Coldplay. The sad thing is, recently um, we were playing a review game in uh, one of my classes, and every now and then there's like random questions that come up that aren't school related. Mm-hmm. So it said that, that you know whoever can whistle any song by Coldplay the best. Mm-hmm. And I had 22 students in there, and not a one of them knew who Coldplay was. Oh my gosh! I told her, I said, you know, you guys know, you know, da 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 da. They know I played uh, "Vida La Vida" for them. Mm-hmm. None of them said they had ever heard it. Jesus, what the hell? So we just had to, we just had to go and do. I think uh, NBA Young Boy. They had to whistle some NBA Young Boy song instead. But I mean, d- uh, most of your students are 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 black, right? Yes. Okay, so I mean that would explain but, it, given their age. Like a lot of white artists. I yeah, mean, but I mean, Coldplay is like a it, very white group. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> pussy rock kind of. Th- I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's so yeah. It wouldn't be something they would even fall accidentally fall into, with what they watch and do and stuff. It's it, I don't think there would be many opportunities for them to be exposed to Coldplay. Like they love Katy Perry, even the ones who say they don't like pop music and stuff. You put on like Dark Horse, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she did the collab with um Snoop, so you know, she got yeah. some st- some street street credit there. Um, so number twelve, and again, I, as I was looking at this list, I'm like, a lot of these are bands that I actually like, including this one, Green Day. Really, Green Day's on there. Green Day is number twelve on the list. And I found that it interesting because, I mean, there was a period there where Green Day was just everywhere for a couple of years. Like, they were churning out some really good hits and stuff. Yeah. And then they just kind of, you know, disappeared a bit or whatever. But I've never said in any way that I've disliked Green Day, Green Day in any way. I've, I yeah, really I, like them. I wasn't a huge fan of them in the 90s when they first appeared with Dookie mm-hmm. and stuff. But I loved when they came back with like American Idiot. Right, yes. Because I have that, the album, I think that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's weird. Number 13 is The Doors. Hmm. So I kind of get that, but I'm mm-hmm. supposed they be on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I the Doors, but to me, The Doors had like two good songs and then a whole lot of unlistenable crap. And I mean, for me, I know of the Doors, but I'm like, if you asked me to name a door, uh, you know, a song, I wouldn't know what the hell, you know. I love that, that break on through to the other side. Great. Oh, song. that's the Doors. Yes. Okay, and, well, I like that song. <laughs> and hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Okay. Yes. That one's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then everything else, yes, yeah, crap. <laughs> so the the two songs that got real air, uh, radio play, and then okay. Yeah. Um, Number 14, Metallica. I started to say I bet Metallica's on the list. <laughs> they was, but um, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I've never been into Metallica, but then again, I'm not, I've never been into the heavier side of, of rock, so. You see, that's uh, one of those where it's like, like my ex, she loves the first three albums, mm-hmm. and then she thought they sold out when they did the Black Album. Okay one where they went mainstream with mm-hmm. Inner Man and all of that stuff. Yep. Um, which that was the first album that I liked. <laughs> um, and, but, you know, there's a huge split. I mean, people who liked early Metallica think they're all sellouts and they're nothing interested in nothing but the money now. Mm-hmm. And then the people who started liking them with Inner Sandman 
Um, you know, they don't like the earlier stuff because it was too right. hard. And then everybody hated them when they went after Napster. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. They were the ones who shut down Napster. Um, and that pissed me off and a lot of folks off. Hell yeah, Napster and Kazaa back in the day. Jeez. Oh God, Kazaa, I love Kazaa. Oh man, Barry, there were times like if I was at the library and had to work on a Saturday or something, yeah. man, we were downloading stuff like crazy. I know. <laughs> so uh, T'Challa asked what those things were. They were file sharing networks. In the early days of the internet, you could go online and just download everything in the world. Yeah, that I mean, this is where piracy really started yeah. with music. <laughs> oh, but, but, you know, I used to always say, and it's true, I would download like a ton of music and if I liked it, I would go and buy the album. Yeah, that's you though. I just if if I download something I really like it, I'm gonna find more to download. <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't just for music. You could get movies. Right. Yep. You could. You could get porn like you would believe. Well, I never did porn, but I remember with movies though. Like if I was at the library, you would have to like you would start it at the beginning of the shift to yes. download a movie because I think it would take all day to download. Yeah, well, even at home, I remember me and, and my wife, I mean, we would kazaa until like two in the morning. Hell We'd yeah. Download and then say, okay, we started like 16 downloads mm -hmm. you know, for this whole album, this whole album, you know, and, and we just leave it running overnight, you know, and then in the morning, you know, you'd have them. So, oh, well, yeah, you may have it. So there were times, though, T'Challa, where you were there and it took forever to download and the file was crap or it, it yeah. conked out. Oh my God! It was <laughs> what said it was. That yes. A lot of times too. Yeah. So you, number fifteen. Latoya would download three men and a little lady, and it was not what she thought it was. What? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um. So here's another one that I agree with, only because I don't really, I can't remember, I can't really remember a lot by this band. Um, Corn. Yeah, I only know one song by Korn. Um, I've tried to listen to other Korn, and it's not bad. It's just not very memorable. Um, they're, they're a slightly more radio-friendly type thing of, like, Nine Inch Nails and mm -hmm. that yep. industrial rock. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a huge Korn fan. I don't hate them, though. I just, I just don't know enough of their music to have an opinion, really. Yeah. Um, so number 16, and let's see how well you know your best friend, Barry. Number 16 to me should be number one because I dislike this group immensely. And every time you'd hear their songs and I'd be like, you know, you need to turn that shit off. Um, you have to know who this is. This was somebody I liked and you hated? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you like this group. And anytime it would come on, I, I'd be like, no, no. Well, it better not be Fleetwood Mac. No, God, no. I love Fleetwood. They're, no, they would never be anywhere near this list. Okay, all right. Because I was about to say, we might have to cancel the show. <laughs> That's interesting. The, the last name of the family members start with a G. The Bee Gees? No. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Tell me. Oasis. I hate Oasis. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. Oh my God, I hate Oasis. <laughs> yeah, I do remember you hating Oasis, but mm -hmm. I don't them that often, though. 
Oh, whatever. I'm just surprised you didn't remember. Huh? They only had like two or three songs I really liked. Still, I just, no, I, I can't. Even to this day, when I hear, you know, if they're on or something, I have to turn it off or turn it down or something. Yeah, you didn't even like Wonderwall, which is a I great- hate Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, that, that's weird. But yeah, I do remember your, your weird thing there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So after, so that was number 17. Number 18, or sorry, no, that was 16. 17 is Pearl Jam good so yeah i mean i can't think of a song by them well period but oh, certainly not one i like huh jeremy was their big hit yeah and yeah oh yeah no see yeah not interested yeah they were um you know i remember when when them and nirvana were really fighting to see who was going to be the the big grunge mm-hmm. yep and um you know the more um pretentious people all went towards uh pearl jam mm-hmm but I didn't think he had a very good voice. Um, I, a lot of times I couldn't tell what the fuck he was saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like Nirvana, so. I like Nirvana too. Um, I, I don't love Nirvana like some people do. Yeah, no, no, I'm not in love with them or anything. But I do thought I do think that they were a, a really good band of the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, if if Kurt Cobain had not passed away, I don't know if it would be the group would be looked at the same way. Well, yeah, I've always said the best thing for his career was killing himself when he did. Oh, my God, you're so Um, Well, I mean, just seriously. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, because everybody, you know, at the time was saying, oh, he was the John Lennon of his generation. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. Loved him. He wasn't around long enough to be the John Lennon of his generation. Very true. Um, To me, I think probably what would have happened is they would have gradually become pretty um boring mm-hmm. he would have cleaned up his act at some point gotten right off. and they would have just been recording for the sake of making yes. some money at some point but, so, so yeah yeah i think him dying when he was still on top certainly helps uh you know his well wife. it certainly it helped him and yeah it helped his yeah. wife and her band what is it whole or whatever whole, yeah. so yeah um so number 18 you'll know this one just by me saying it um it is kel's favorite group and yeah. yes and you know how i feel about rush <laughs> so t'challa actually likes rush um oh dear there's only one rush song i like and that's roll the bones mm-hmm. um i don't i don't even like tom sawyer and stuff um and for me it's just mainly uh, getty lee's voice yes his voice is a little aggravating yeah but i did i still like it and I can get that. It's like Ace Fraley, who's in Kiss. Uh, Ace Fraley has a strange voice, but I like it. And so I understand some people just like people with weird voices. Well, it's like with Mark Owen and take that. I love Mark. Well, I do too. And I, and I can I can tell you objectively, Mark has an odd voice. He does. He does very much have an odd voice, but I yeah. like it. <laughs> well, I mean, to this day, I think I recently told... Um, Kay, because he, I, I think he, he actually likes Rush. And I had to always tell the story. I said, you know, I remember the first time I heard it, um, you know, because Kelly even burned me a CD. And I think I probably still have it in my library. But um, I said, I remember saying you were in the room and, and Kel was in the room. And I was like, this person sound like their balls haven't dropped yet. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, to this day, I remember that story. But I just, I've never warmed up to Rush. It just wasn't really my, my, my thing. So um, number 19, we just actually spoke about is Nirvana. So 
Um, really? I'm kind of surprised they're on there. Yeah, I am too. But it's good that, because remember, this list has 21, so I'm glad that they're further down the list. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would change our way, change up some of the rankings, but some, you know, the fact that these bands are on there, I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, number 20 is Spin Doctors. You know, I wondered if they would be on there, but to me, they had such a brief career. How could they, they did that much? Yep. They were annoying. They were like the beginning of like those hipster guys. But I, I mean, I just see them like in between takes on the video or whatever, like probably playing hacky sack. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they were around only for like an album or two. How could you hate them enough to put them on there? Yeah. And then so the number 21 is uh, Linkin Park. And I, I don't hate Lincoln Park. I mean, you know, what what yeah, did get radio play? I know people hated Lincoln Park, but I'm sorry. I fucking love Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was completely fine with them. And, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of the kids, um, most of the white kids who uh, do talk to me about music, if Lincoln Park ever comes up, they love Lincoln Park. Because, um, I mean, it's a perfect mix of, of rap and rock, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love their stuff. I, yeah, fuck whoever said that. <laughs> well, I mean, they are at the bottom of the the list of twenty one, but yeah. um, but yeah. So maybe next week, um, there I mean, is the brothers aren't more disliked than you know than them. I guess maybe there's not because you notice there's not very many newer or you know more recent groups on the list. There's not really many bands anymore. That is true. Yeah, when you think about it, there really isn't. Yeah, everyone's a solo artist or started in a band and broke apart and did their own thing. Several groups, but they're not a band. Not band bands. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, not in the traditional sense. That's true. I never I hadn't even really thought about that. Oh yeah, like I say, even the struts, I mean, you know, I love the struts just because they're playing rock and roll music. Mm -hmm. Hell, I can't name the other band that i've heard of recently there was a new band playing the stuff they're playing i just i couldn't even name a new band period is the thing exactly. now that you've mentioned it wow well i mean you know each day that goes by i feel like i'm becoming more like hell so um yeah i mean i still so me getting any kind of new music or pop music or whatever if you don't give it to me or tell me about it or and k doesn't then i'm just not gonna know um, yeah. because I listen to B98.5, so they play mu- uh, music from, what is it, like 80, 80s, 90s, and now, so um, I, I think I was telling Gwen the other night that I yeah, think... B98.5? Mm-hmm. It's a, a station here in Atlanta. That's weird. I mean, I know, I know Pandora and Spotify. It's a regular, like a regular radio station they still have regular radio station they do but they also stream that like b98.5 does stream on um iheart radio or something like that but that is my station they just just play music that they want to play and you listen to it you would yeah i know but what hasn't changed from old school radio is that they still you know even though they're like oh the the others will repeat songs we don't i'm like the fuck you do you know it's like the, you give it like an hour or two you'll hear the same damn song but that is my um if i'm not listening to npr um in the car i'm listening to b98.5 so 
if it's not something that comes on there or something that I'm introduced to on there, I, I wouldn't even know what's going on in the music world. Um, so as I was saying, I, my, um, I, f I told uh, Gwen, I think it was Gwen, or, it was either Gwen or Kay, um, I'd said, you know, my musical depth as far as knowing any new artists ended with basically the age range of um, Selena Gomez. If you go past that, I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Yeah. In most cases, um, you know, I was still more intently paying, paying attention to people with, you know, Selena and um, Demi and, and um, Justin. And, you know, that that is about where it ends for me as a whole, like with, with active knowledge. Now, granted, I do know like Dua Lipe and Ava Max and that kind of stuff, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm definitely not in the music scene in any way at this point. Yeah, and I'm I'm not as I'm not as up on it as I used to be. I mean, I know a lot about some of the rap people just because of the kids. Mm -hmm. um, but because you used to listen all the time to your like your new music mix and stuff yeah. um, at the library. I don't. I mean, it's an option I have, but I the one time I've listened to it, they it's because mine is based, you know, this Apple Music, and I'm like, I, a part of me feels like, okay, if this is supposed to be customized to me where the hell did like they'll they'll throw these like even these rap songs on there that I'm like what the hell is this I don't want to listen to this so I don't usually listen to that mix Spotify makes me one every Monday and I do listen to it um each Monday but um in some weeks it's like oh yeah man they have figured me out it's like I like that one I like that one I like that one but then like oh yeah mm -hmm. I'm like there was nothing I added from it, you know? Well, like with Apple Music, so I listen to um, in the office all week, I essentially just tell my my Echo Dot to play um, my like playlist from Apple Music. And so they create each week, they have the new music mix. They have a chill mix, a get up mix and a favorites mix. Obviously favorites comes from the songs you most listen to or ranked like five stars and stuff in your in your um, library. Um, but this week, the chill mix has been so good. Like there's a song that came up that I've heard it several times now that I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, it, I don't think it's a song I own. So now I'm like, you know, I need to go in and find out which one it is because I actually want to like download it. I, you know, refrain from saying bye because, you know, that's just funny. Um, yeah. I, I do want that song, but um, yeah, I don't listen to the new music mix unless I've ex just really, really exhausted the other three playlists. Um, but that's all I listen to in the office because I can't have the TV on. I feel like it's distracting. Um, but yeah, I listen to my favorites mix all the time and my get up mix and the chill mix. So yeah. love it. Mm. All what right. are you listening to, T'Challa? Yeah, what are you listening to, T'Challa? Um, I've been listening to my music lately. Talk so low. <laughs> he says he hasn't been listening to much music lately. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's understood. Yeah, he uses um, YouTube for the majority of his music. And see, like, for me, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I guess I'm just too old for that. I mean... I mean all my high school students, that's where they get music. They Which listen. is so weird to me. It's, it's yeah. still just, you know, of course, because, you know, Barry and I 
grew up in an era where there's MTV and that was where you would go to find new music, new videos, all of that fun stuff. So I just, it never caught on for me with, with YouTube because I don't feel like, like, I don't want to get to my music in that way. I, I don't know. It's... I do listen to YouTube for music um, at school because they have Spotify block. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll just go to YouTube and play stuff. But even then it's, it's annoying to me because there's so many commercials. Yes. Um, and I'm certainly not paying for the, you know, them to take the ads off. <laughs> well, the way I, I would like to do it is just to play like a playlist for the kids and then I can walk around the room. But instead, I, I end up going back to my desk like over and over again to skip that commercial or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. so. I do think it's funny that they block Spotify. Yeah, they say it's, you know, the only streaming service not blocked is Amazon because mm -hmm. they can't block just Amazon Prime. Right. right. Amazon and they can't do that. Teachers would lose their freaking minds. Yeah. <laughs> so I show movies and stuff through Amazon Prime. And I guess I could play music through Amazon Music, but mm -hmm. I just, I've, I don't know if I want to get into that too. You know? Yeah, I, you know, I've been on the fence about it because since I use in basically every room of my house, I've got a dot. Um, I would think that, you know, it'd be easier to do music through Amazon, but I'm still very much attached to Apple. So um, I just, I have that as in the uh, Alexa app, you can actually basically stop listening um, <laughs> um you can tell it which music source you want so of course it defaults to amazon music but you can tell it that you know you can basically link it up with your apple music account so so yeah, yeah. so next time we will go through the worst movies of all time according to critics uh -oh. because you know we just the, no critics will sometimes get it wrong scrolling through the list i'm i'm kind of like i don't even know some of these movies so okay. it'll be interesting of, i'm expecting a number of movies i do like to be on the list because i like I, movies that people consider awful exactly yeah i just passed one that i'm like that ended up on the list um so so yeah, um, we will go through the list, not necessarily all 50 in one sitting, yeah. but you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, huh, yeah some, uh, uh, several of these, I'm like, I never saw this movie. Man, that's on the, okay. So yeah, worst movies next time we, we meet. Okay. Um, I am sure, huh? I'll see if I can find a list of the 10 maybe greatest Bigfoot porn Story. Really, I thought you were going to be like the greatest movies and stuff, and you would have to put put it back on Bigfoot porn. <laughs> Fine, whatever. So, um, I'm I'm going to be interested to see um how many of the movies that that T'Challa knows because I I think it'll be even less than the the bands. I've made him watch a lot of bad movies. Um, I don't know. Yeah, most of them were pretty bad. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in the mood for like an 80s flick, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 70s and 80s were a magical time when you could have a PG-rated movie and like seven or eight different titty shots. Mm -hmm. movie. Yep, you yeah. Know, um, it was like, you know, it was just a part parental guy and it's baby, you know, titties everywhere. And now it's like titties, like R-rated movies. <laughs> like, come on. Which is funny because, you know, it's like society's less conservative than they were. I know. WAP, <laughs> WAP is on the radio 
but you can't show me an actual pair of titties in a PG. Right. Yep. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh my gosh. The funny thing is, you should listen to Walk Clean. Because I always make the kids, if they request a song, I always put them on the clean version. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've heard the kids' bop version. It's the, so no bad. way, there's not a kids' bop version. Yes, there is. It's Wings and Pizza. It's horrible. Oh my gosh. It's actually terrible. My God, there's an actual kids' bop version of WAP? I'm not joking. Wings that and is pizza. insane. You said it's called what? Wings and Pizza is what yeah, it stands for. Yeah, one of my for. friends told me about it. Oh my, now I'm actually going to go look to see if I can find, that's insane. I don't know if you'll be able to find it because kids' bop is surprisingly with their copyright protection kids okay so yeah i'm pulling it up on google okay i i'm gonna oh and it's what is this oh oh i was looking at there's somebody else that did like a parody lardy b but yeah i do see the kids bop yeah i see it now i've been Um, all day for these wings and pizza put the pots and pans away for these wings and pizza want no lobster want no steak i want wings and pizza okay that just, I, it, just the notion that there is a kid's version of a very filthy adult song, I... Oh, yeah, this is right here. Give me all the ranch you got on my wings and pizza. I'm eating wop, wop, wop. That's a wings and pizza. Oh <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't opt for, opt for either of the much superior versions, weaponized assault penguins or worship and prayer. Oh my gosh. I like worship and prayer. That that sounds like it would be a cool song. <laughs> oh yeah. I'd love to see somebody try and turn uh WAP into like a Christian rock song. Wow, that that's the challenge right there. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, we'll get back together again next week. Um, hopefully by then, uh, you know, Latoya will stop bothering me all during the week. Cause yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, she called me like every day this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.